Each of us, at one level, is a separate individual, cut off from each other by our own thoughts, in a bubble of our own concerns, fantasies, desires, drives, fears, anxieties, etc. I'm sure Radha has told you all about that. And yet at another level, more important level, we are all one. And if there weren't this oneness between us, we could not commune. We could not understand each other. But it requires a willingness to break through the shell of the ego, to have a true communion, and to recognize our oneness so that we can be nourished by the spiritual energy that others have to share. And in the act of meditation, we are surrendering the individual ego bubble to God. We're asking God to pop the bubble and then to be filled with the energies that have been waiting to come in but have been kept out by the ego's very defenses, defenses that it thought it built against suffering that are actually then the cause of suffering and alienation and separation from God. And through that surrender of the ego, in its entirety, the very concept of being an individual separate entity scampering around the world, but recognizing that who you are is ultimately consciousness, not the physical body, not the mind with all of its rushing thoughts, but the background of all of that, which allows you to be conscious of the body and the mind and the world, which is pure awareness, the screen on which all of it is shown All of it appears upon the background of pure awareness. And that pure awareness is universal. It's not individual. It doesn't belong to anyone. You cannot claim it, but you are part of it. An emanation, a manifestation of this infinite awareness. And so if you're willing to sacrifice your concern for your individual problems and agonies and questions. Usually the question is, why me? Right? Why did this happen to me? I deserve better. Why is life so hard? Why is there so much pain? Why is there so much obstacle, so many... Obstacles that create adversity, resistance, both externally and internally. If we can surrender that obsession with that question and the desires that go with that to try to get more out of life, then we will realize that what we are is already beyond life and we have everything. We have everything we need. We 
because we are eternal, luminous, infinite awareness that is the creative power that is behind and magnifies and changes and transforms this dream that we call the world. And so the way to get out of the agonies and the questions and the doubts and the frustrations of life is not to obsess on them, but to surrender them to the Absolute. Let all of it dissolve in the presence that is beyond language, beyond time, beyond doubt. And the first thing one realizes is that energy is pure love. It has no antagonism. It has no duality. It has no enemies. And it fears neither life nor death. That is what we are. And if we stay long enough in this state of grace that is the recognition that only comes when the mind is completely silent, and the identity with the body and the mind have been let go of. But if we stay in that long enough, we don't need to recreate another ego bubble. We don't need to return into the illusion. And we can live in freedom. And it requires a willingness to accept what is, to no longer struggle. That doesn't mean that the body-mind won't act, but it acts in a state of karma-yoga, of selfless service. Every act is dedicated to the Supreme Self. And as a very common expression, el hombre propone, Dios dispone, right? We have our plans, we have our desires, but whether they will work out is up to the cosmic intelligence. We cannot see in what we think as a, uh, a defeat may actually be an ultimate victory. And so if we are wise and trusting of that supreme intelligence and in alignment with it, we will recognize that everything that happens is a blessing. And we'll never be disheartened, never envious of those who seem to have more. That's an illusion. And we will recognize that the priceless treasure is the love and the power, the sense of empowerment, not force over others, not that kind, but the power to cope with reality with generosity, respond to reality with a recognition of the sacredness of this struggle of life especially in this time period, at the end of Kali Yuga, everything gets harder. There's more resistance. Things are collapsing. Whole societies are collapsing. We see that. Completely untoward events, unimaginable events occur on a daily basis. And yet if we are in alignment with the source, we will have the strength to respond with wisdom, with love, with generosity of spirit, and empowered to face what we must face without fear. And so at this moment in historic time on this planet, 
meditation is not a luxury. It's a necessity to maintain our sanity, our well-being, our stability psychologically. And the only friend, ally, that will not abandon us in this moment is the Supreme Being. And through that alignment, we can create on this horizontal plane relationships that we can also trust because we can see and meet and recognize other beings who are also in that state of unconditional love and integrity which is a rare thing these days. And so the act of meditation is a process of regaining our own integrity by transcending the ego's desire to cut corners and to manipulate and to act in ways that are not karmically accurate. And often the learning of that lesson requires pain requires loss but if we will learn from it and accept with gratitude what we have gained from those lessons then we find that our karma magically begins to change in a different direction and the grace that was invisible becomes very visible very manifest And from living in a state of anxiety, we begin to be able to understand what it means to live in a state of love and joy and bliss that is natural. So that's what we're doing when we're meditating. And by meditating together, we're offering each other the gift of that divine energy. And so it's a very simple thing to meditate couldn't be simpler. You don't need any techniques. Simply remain in the awareness of who you really are and what you really are. And because that awareness is prior to thought, simply don't think. And if thoughts arise, watch them, but don't get caught up in them. If you have no interest in them, if your interest is in the source, the thoughts will soon dissipate. They'll try to catch your attention. They may become more and more extreme or seductive in order to catch your attention, but when they get the message that you're not interested, they'll stop. And they'll allow you then to go deeper and deeper into the silence until you are fully immersed in the energy of divine love, which is here. It's in you now. It is present. It's all around you. It's what this universe really is. And so it's only a matter of paying attention to the real self. And in that you will find a unification of all the opposites, all the paradoxical dualities that we think of as reality. They will become unified, the individual and the cosmic, subject and object, self and world, individual self, supreme self all and nothingness. Everything will dissolve into a unity and then into the zero point in which there are no words and there is not even anyone to have words. 
and yet a pure transcendent bliss is present. And so you don't have to go anywhere, you don't have to think any magic mantras, just be. And you'll realize that this is the natural state that's always been waiting for you to recognize it. <laughs>